Hello and welcome to another episode of Transcontinental Overload. I'm Stephanie, your host, and my guest today is Luise Gutsche, a fellow German who is currently stuck in her home country. She is supposed to be in Shanghai, where she moved with her family last summer. But as is the case with so many of us, and especially expats, um, the coronavirus has completely upended her plans. And what was supposed to be just a couple of weeks of um, an unplanned visit has now turned into a few months. Before moving to Shanghai, Luisa and her husband lived in Italy and in Mexico, and then spent quite a long stretch back in Germany before packing their bags again. She is the mother of four children, so we talk about juggling family life quite a bit, and she absolutely loves being an expat. Luisa runs two websites. Uh, they're both in German. One is her photography site, and the other one is her blog, www.shanghaicalling.de, where she writes about China, her impressions and experiences, and there's a lot of information on Chinese culture, and I look, really look forward to reading more when she eventually returns to Shanghai. The links, as ever, are in the show notes. There is a beautiful quote on her website. It's a Chinese proverb by an unknown author, and I think it sums up perfectly what being an expat is all about. It's not the wind that determines the direction you're going, but the sail. Luisa and I connected through a German expat group on Facebook, actually, Die Weltfrauen, Global Women, and we exchanged some messages, um, and well, here she is. Let's hear Luisa's story. Hi, Luisa. I'm so happy to have you here talking to me today about your expat experiences. Yes, hello. Thanks for inviting me. As I mentioned in my introduction, Luisa and I connected through uh, this German expat group, Weltfrauen, on Facebook. And uh, this group is absolutely amazing. It's so supportive yes. and informative. And I've I only joined a few months ago. But I've made so many connections through that group and I've learned so much. And yeah, I've, I'm really, really impressed. Um, so yeah, it's my absolute pleasure that we get to spend some time today talking about expat living. Thanks for calling me. Yeah, it's such a good group, isn't it? Very nice. I really like this group. It's, it's an amazing place where you really have so many little questions and there is always someone who can answer. Yeah. It's amazing how helpful uh, women are. Uh, you don't know and you probably will mm -hmm. never meet and uh, this is really helpful for everybody for not only mm -hmm. for the women but also for the families yeah, absolutely so and I've really noticed the, the last especially the last two months like with this, uh, the coronavirus crisis and people people really stranded somewhere and or their family members are stranded somewhere and people trying to find out how they can yes. get their son from Australia to, to Germany via other countries and the amount of people who stepped up and just offered uh, help unconditionally and just, yeah, we're here and no judgment. No question who you are. Yeah. With, with groups like that. Um, sometimes it's uh, maybe it's because I'm, I'm German and I'm very sensitive to and very kind of touchy when it comes to how we come across sometimes but very often you get that very critical tone rather than a helpful one it feels yes. more judgy and 
it's that you have you get that nice german besser visser attitude <laughs> sometimes that doesn't come across as helpful but more kind of criticizing or critical i don't know if you have the same experience but i can see I do that. have this yes and so that's why this group it doesn't it somehow doesn't exist in that group and i wonder if that's because all these women are expat women who have lived in various cultures and um just learned to to appreciate the support rather than the you know the unsolicited advice yeah i think it's it's a point of living abroad and living out of your normal box and living out of your comfort zone and you change your mind and you you are always um being being an expert woman being a, a expert mother you always come to a point where you need help and you don't have your neighbor you don't have your sister you don't have your mm -hmm. mother who can help but you have other experts from different yeah. countries and mm -hmm. i've never ever experienced anything like no i don't have time no i can't help you it's yeah. it's really helpful it's always very supportive very open-minded yeah yeah no, it's it's really good. So when we first connected and I can't even remember what the, the reason was, but we exchanged messages and then I asked if you were interested in, in coming on to um, this show and talk about your experience and you were like, yes, I'm totally interested. And then yeah, we're not. I, I looked at, well, this is exactly what kind of spoke to me. Cause then I looked at your website, which um, is a, it's a blog and it's called Shanghai calling. Yes, it is. It is in, in German. So for those of you reading German, you should absolutely check it out. It's, it's wonderful. Thank you. What I really what really spoke to me was um, and comes across so well on your website is your positive can do attitude. The way you describe yourself on there and even your photo just is just full of this energy. So you just see that yeah. everywhere on your site. And I love that. The overall impression is I, this is what I want to do. This is what I, what I love. And that really spoke to me because I think this is one of the most important things um, when you are an expat or considering expat life, that openness and positivity. And yeah, so that really, really spoke to me. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, um, you have to be ready going abroad and it, it is not always easy and it, it's not always, um, um, a good time being abroad being in a different country being a, in a different culture um speaking a different language um not really having your friends around but for me it's a kind of challenging life and you really get to know so many other things and you learn so much about yourself um mm -hmm. and yeah. knowing knowing when you when you are in a bad mood how to come out of it and uh, to say okay now it's the day where i really need to call my good friend in germany i don't i don't care um whether she is already in bed or not i need to talk to her and um having this kind of freedom in your brain or in your heart to say okay when it really comes to a point i don't really um I, I take the phone or I, I do whatever I need to do right now um, mm -hmm. to come out of a negative situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't have these lots of negative situations, but I mean, sometimes you have little children and uh, 
they are uh, whatever they have you you need somehow this very home like support this mm -hmm. yeah yeah way what, what you know and what you what you are used to how how yeah. um the the pediatrician <laughs> you can talk to him 100% that you really understand yes. what you want and that's the comfort zone yeah it's hard to open yourself up sometimes to the to different ways of, of doing things and yeah. it's like you talk about medicine and that's exactly one of those things it's so hard to get used to a new um medical system and the way people talk and what is considered um normal in one country is is not the approach in another and and that is really tough for a family yes. to to get used to and to not um but also to to kind of learn to accept it because you ha don't have really have a choice because i mean you can't if you if you're somewhere at the other end of the world you can't uh, call your Absolutely. your doc doctor in germany so no no i mean i gave birth to my twins in mexico and when i i called my father telling him i'm i'm pregnant with twins he said well but you're coming home to give birth oh. I said, well, that um, probably not. That's because not practical. <laughs> that's not practical. I have my, the other two are, um, they have been two and four. So, yeah, I said, well, I can, I can um, let them alone in Mexico. Um, I really don't come to Germany. And he said, well, but Mexico, it's, it's, it's an underdeveloped country. I think you won't find this medical mm -hmm. support which you normally have in Germany. I said, Dad, listen, um, uh, yeah. we have a you very good insurance company and it is much better than the normal standard in Germany. So you uh, mentioned Mexico and um, why don't we start with your expat story? Um, let's go back to the beginning and let's, uh, let's find out what made you decide to move and leave Germany. Yeah, well, I, I, I was married in, in 98 and my husband worked for a pharmaceutical company and, uh, well, he, he ended his traineeship in that company and they offered him to go for two or three years to Italy to learn a bit more about um, this international company. And we said, well, we are, we are married. We don't have children. What a challenging start of being a couple being married why not going to bella italia mm -hmm. so we did it that was not really a question of not doing it and uh so we decided to go we went to milan we had a, a fantastic apartment a rooftop apartment we had a beautiful view we did with just the two of us after <laughs> fabulous the end of yeah. the month we, we the, the money was spent mm -hmm. and um we had a lovely time digging into expert life, digging into Italian way of, of living, mm. enjoying life, enjoying food, enjoying um, el mare and el sol and yeah. all these kind of, ah, kind of mm -hmm. living your dream of when you are in love with someone and you, you start yeah. your 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 life your life together that sounds like such a perfect start to to um, expat life start. yeah yeah and we were happy to be a bit far away from our families mm -hmm. that we really could decide things 
how we want to do it and not in a way our parents wanted to do it. These phone calls, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are your plans? And mm-hmm. um, what's your way? And how is your mm-hmm. career? And uh, what next steps are the best for you? We were just away in a different country and we were on our own. Doing things. Us, it was the best start. Yeah. Not always easy. Um, uh, but it was wonderful because yeah. we, we, we were just the two of us. I mean, there mm. were nothing to care about. Yeah. And um, I got pregnant and uh, we gave birth to our first son in Italy in a very beautiful hospital it was like a five-star hospital <laughs> and it was a it, it was an amazing mm-hmm. experience because this hebammer i don't know the english word uh, for it midwife uh, the midwife, midwife yeah she was a real italian woman something about 100 kilos <laughs> and she was like my mom in this mm-hmm. and she said well you can do it and in in this kind of italian mm-hmm. way of of, of, of being la mamma to mm. me and uh, it was an ex- amazing experience mm. giving birth in Italy yeah and then it was I mean my, my son he was he, he was tall he was blonde he was blue <laughs> eyes and t- can you imagine yeah. yeah so we went back after five years to mm. Germany did you have um, to go back was it work related it was work related. My mm-hmm. husband got a new offer in a headquarters, mm-hmm. uh, um, in a city close to uh, yeah, headquarters in Ingelheim. It's close mm-hmm. to Frankfurt. And um, yeah, we stayed there. I plan to go back to my old job, um, being in marketing for mm-hmm. um, a weather company, a weather forecast company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the things went in a different way. I got pregnant for the second time. And when our daughter was a year old, we got the next uh, offer to going abroad. Uh, it was Mexico. Oh, wow. And I said, well, in Mexico, what a thrilling place to be. Yes. So it was really not a point of thinking about to do it or not to do it. Mm-hmm. But it was more a question when. Yeah. So we were open. We, yeah. we were, well, we had two little children. Uh, I I, re- I didn't really mm. suffer not going back to my job because I'm a more 100% mother. Mm-hmm. And um, so we said, well, why not? Different country, a new language, a different continent. It was exciting. And you had you had a very positive experience already and some experience, you know, just the knowing what it feels like to be an expat. And then I guess with young children too, we don't have to really think about too many things like schools and stuff like that yeah absolutely absolutely it was it was i mean they were a year old and our mm-hmm. son was three years old so mm-hmm. he was ready to go for kindergarten yeah and it's not like that they suffered uh, losing their friends in germany yeah um i mean having this experience being in italy already for, for five years and knowing yeah. what it means to be an expert woman to dig into the mm-hmm international expert women community yeah it was quite easy so i said well um i i think it won't be that difficult uh, mm-hmm. getting into touch with other expert women in mexico mm-hmm. and uh so we were more than happy to have this opportunity uh going abroad where did you live in mexico 
in 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 Mexico City. The, yeah, it was downtown. So it it was it was fun and it was you you see the difference the the difference between the wealthy people and the very poor people i mean the poor people are really really poor and then you have these absolutely rich families who are more than protected and you see this this range of wealth and and poorness and um we we, we had a, a muchacha it's like a a house um your uh, house mädchen mm -hmm. um and she was part of our family i mean she, she 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 helped changing diapers she was there babysitting she cleaned she cleaned the house she was responsible for cooking and we cooked together mexican food and it, mm -hmm. everything was lovely oh it's my favorite cuisine i still love it i i, I still love it i i miss a very good tequila and I, I miss my my corn yeah. tortillas um i i really mm -hmm. miss this arachera uh this kind of meat mm -hmm. uh this kind of green spicy um uh, i say sauces it um salsas it's yes. it also it's the this the way of how they live and they are um i always told my muchacha please i i know you know that tomorrow is my birthday but please don't buy me anything nothing i don't want anything it's it's your gift for me that you are here that you are supporting me um mm -hmm. please don't spend any money yeah. what happened a big bouquet of roses i don't know how much she's, she spent for it they love to give other people things and to to show i like you and uh, I, I, I couldn't really ch change it. Mm -hmm. Well, I had these roses, and it's like these the the kind of living and the kind of of kindness. If you offer, if you support them and you help them, and then you give it, you you receive so much love um, that mm -hmm. I really miss Mexico. And I I don't know how to explain it. It's 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 overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um when you really in the end you can say she's my friend and i still have contact to her so did you i mean you already spoke italian from living in italy for five years um so how was learning spanish it, it was difficult because i um i learned it in, in a school spanish school and it was it was easy because i with Latin at school with Italian already with Spanish with French it was not difficult to learn Spanish but I mixed everything yeah. so I mixed <laughs> and my, my sentence started in the kind mm -hmm. of Spanish and then there was some Italian phrases and then some French and in the end it it, <laughs> it was difficult to change languages in your brain but mm -hmm. after a while <clears throat> uh, it it was it was easy I understand much more than I, I can speak actively. And this is the same with Italian. Yeah, and now we are in China after 10 years being in Germany. Yeah, let's, well, let's circle back. So you, yeah. how, long, how long were you in, in Mexico? Well, we've been three years. And three, then my husband years. Mm -hmm. got, got another uh, a new job in Germany. It, and uh, it was a, a big uh, opportunity for him. So it was mm, mm -hmm. not really uh, a choice for us. Mm. 
and um, I was really sad leaving the country oh, I can imagine. and not giving my children because I gave birth to, to our twins. And so basically you went back to Germany with four children. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we went back to Germany with four children. The, the twins turned a year. So she was four or six, so ready to go for um, yes, the cluster for primary school. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so their childhood, more or less, they spent in Germany 10 years. And um, yeah, it was like coming back. I mean, we, we both uh, didn't grow up in time. It's mm-hmm. tiny. It's a 26,000 people mm-hmm. um, town. But having four children it is a very good place to be because you have short ways to go they mm-hmm. kind of walked on their own to their kindergarten to um, yeah. preschool and then to secondary school so it was a good um surrounding and i think that's one of the the things that especially when you um when you're not used to it, a lot of expats who live in germany from and moved there from somewhere else they always say how easy it is with younger children and the the freedom they have to like walk to school by themselves and that kind of thing so that was probably a nice uh, a nice thing to experience after very different cultures it was a nice thing because in, yes because in mexico you are gated i mean yeah. we 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 lived in a condominio it was well protected mm-hmm. uh, and from from this place we we just moved to the kindergarten which was more than protected by police or we moved to a sporting club which was well protected mm-hmm. and uh yeah at that time it was difficult politically difficult and um we had to be very careful how to move and where mm-hmm. to be and uh not not giving any uh, signs of there are Germans yeah. who can yeah. be where yeah. they can somehow get some money. Full victim. Uh, so yeah. we had to be very careful and uh, had to look very good on our children. Mm-hmm. So then being in Germany and having the freedom and having the opportunity to go on their own, yeah. buying a, a, a um, ice cream, yeah, it was a kind of new life. Mm-hmm. So, so do you feel? I mean, you said your your oldest was starting um, primary school in Germany. Did he? Yes. So, did he speak German through you, and did, or did he also speak Spanish or mostly Spanish? Because I guess at that point, it's very children because they're such sponges for languages. They they yes. probably picked up. Yeah. So our oldest, he is very. He learned Spanish mm-hmm. quickly just quickly in the kindergarten, he was really good. So he spoke both languages very fluent, really fluent. Um, but with the time be going back to Germany, he somehow skipped speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. So I tried to, we, we had a pair, a pair <laughs> girl, he, she came with us. And um, with this idea that, they, that she speaks with mm-hmm. our two eldest, uh, Spanish, yeah. but um, it didn't didn't really work out. Yeah. And our our daughter, she was four years. She was better in in in, in Spanish than in German, mm-hmm. and she absolutely refused to speak any any Spanish at all, at all. 
because she, both kind of didn't really want to be different. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to be uh, extraordinary or it's yeah. children who can do something that the others can't do. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, it's for, for, for young children, but even older children, um, I think it takes them a while to appreciate the, the fact that they do have other assets up their sleeves. And uh, when they're young, yeah, it's all about fitting in. And, yes. um, and also it's like why they, they don't, they probably just didn't see the reason for speaking Spanish. Why should they? No one else around them speaking Spanish. So what doesn't make sense. What, reason, mm -hmm. no reason. Yeah. yeah. But I um, both both learned um, decided to learn Spanish at school um, in ninth grade. Okay, so it was easy for them. For mm -hmm. them, I said, "Listen, you have so much of your Spanish in your passive brain. Yeah, it's it will come just, out. Just listen, just listen uh, for five weeks, and then you are back to all your vocabulary. And this is what happened. Both really love to learn." Uh, Spanish and they do speak really very well. Yeah, amazing. I I just love. I, I'm so. It's one of my favorite subjects. Uh, how we learn languages and what happens with the brain, and it's so interesting to hear um, people's experiences with their children because it is, it's so individual. But yes, as you said, it's there's no need to speak it. So why would I? It's like I'm a you know. Yeah, it's a rational kind of thing mm -hmm. and still I mean I, I spoke quite good Spanish but not as good as they so mommy why why do you speak Spanish yeah. with us it's not listen, natural listen, mm -hmm. listen because I don't want you to lose your yeah. language the mm language -hmm. and uh, but in the end it didn't really work out and, yeah. um, and I honestly think it's it eventually really they have to decide for themselves and I think it's always better to learn when you're motivated yeah, in the end putting pressure on mm -hmm. on children um it it isn't it's really worthwhile because for them they everything changed yeah from one minute to another so finding yeah. new friends it was not easy mm -hmm. it was not easy you said you lived in so you were, you went back to germany and you know kids started school and then you said you were there for 10 years now that is a long stretch of time did you think you were going to move again or was it did it more feel like well, we're back, said, now, back home now yeah 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 it's a good question it's a good question i always told my husband listen mm -hmm. we lived eight years abroad for your company it's enough mm -hmm. um and i don't really want to go out of my comfort zone anymore uh, we have, we struggled, not struggled, but I mean, it's a tough game, um, raising four children and uh, supporting them with all their, with school, with sport and God, yes. uh, learning, learning instruments and, and getting, having good friends and, and all this with four, it's, it's a tough job. Yeah. And I said, listen, there's no reason to go. Mm -hmm. once more abroad and um and did you feel like you had got used to being in germany again were you quite happy or well coming back from mexico it it takes a while to get mm -hmm. to uh yeah to 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 be back i mean there is no no one in germany who waits for you <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> yeah it is yeah, so I mean, we, we lived only three years in ingelheim when we came back from italy and um 
it's not that they say, well, we really, we really missed you. You have to start from scratch. And yeah. this is the challenging thing. You have to look for your children. You have to look that they are happy. And then you have to look for how this mm -hmm. is all, all is okay and all these. Uh, the, the whole organization, because my husband worked all day long. And then you have to look for your own mm -hmm. new friendships. And, In a way, uh, it's, it is like being an expat again. It is like being an expat again. Yes, absolutely. Because my old friends from school, from university, they don't live, they, mm -hmm. or they didn't live in Ingelheim. So, I mean, and having four children, you'd gone to say, okay, um, I go to Frankfurt or I go to Wiesbaden and I have enough time to see friends and or, mm -hmm. or to build up new friendships. I mean, there is not a lot of time mm -hmm. uh, to do this. It's not like you go, and you, you go back to your home country and all is normal. No. Because nobody really waits for you. I had exactly no, the no same. One. Yeah, I had exactly the same experience. And I don't know why I believed when, you know, early on the, the, the early days of being an expert and people were like, well, if it doesn't work out, you can always just come back. And there is no such thing. You can't just no. go back and you can't, it's coming, but it's not, that's not really the easy solution. <laughs> so when, whenever people say that, um, and it mostly people who haven't experienced being an expat and they say, yeah, just come back. But yeah, that's really almost like, yeah, like you said, it's starting from scratch. So, and then I, and then having four children, obviously that's, yeah, that's a, and all at different stages and ages and yeah. Yeah you have you have kindergarten you have primary school then you have secondary school i mean uh, four children yeah. in three different mm -hmm. um positions or institutions yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the the first two are very easy and then we have the twins um have dyslexia mm -hmm. so we had a lot of problems um with school with them yeah. i needed to support them a lot um we had a lot of problems uh, in the German school system that they could help them mm -hmm. oh it's to be honest I am more than happy not having any children anymore in the German school system I'm wow I yeah really must, I really must say I mean mm -hmm. uh, we decided to send our son to a boarding school in Scotland not not because we decided that he has to go out of the German school mm -hmm. system because we wanted to offer him the opportunity to live mm -hmm. in a boarding school, um, having getting more experiences, not only learning your mm -hmm. school things, German, biology, uh, math, mm -hmm. English, but this broader yeah. curriculum, learning out of classroom and uh, learning social behavior, mm -hmm. learning, um, all these things you learn out of your classroom, being in your peer group. Mm -hmm. And um, so he decided to be there just for three months. And when, when, uh, when was that? At what uh, age and grade was that? Uh, in 10th grade, 10th grade. He decided not to go for a year. He said, mm -hmm. well, I'm, I'll be back in, in three months. I said, well, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> not that long. But after two weeks, or mm -hmm. I think it was less than two weeks, he called us and he said, can I, can I stay here for wow. a year? And uh, he was happy. And yeah, he was, 
he could behave how he was. He is a very, very intelligent boy, and there was no limits. Mm -hmm. They, he, they, the, the teachers supported him, mm -hmm. and he gave him more food for his brain. And this is what the German school really didn't offer him. And uh, and then he, in the end, he decided not to go back to the German school because he was so happy. Wow. That's amazing, but that's, and, I mean, that's well, a huge... we have, I mean, yeah. lucky, lucky us, we have the opportunity yeah. to offer him this. I mean, so how did you find the school or was that something that the, that the German My husband, school... and my husband went to this, to this boarding school in very north of Scotland mm -hmm. and uh, he stayed there for a year in year 11, which was used to when we were kid children. Okay, uh, so you had some previous connection. We had that. some connections um, because I mean, to me, it's it's not the you know thinking of sending sending my child to boarding school is not something that just um, pop up. pops no. up as an as an option. So that's uh, I see. No, the the idea for us was more learning English and and being for a certain time away from mm -hmm. home. And yeah. then coming back and then doing the, the, well, the German school system and having the Abitur and having mm -hmm. the big Abitur ball. And uh, mm -hmm. now it's and now he's doing his own thing. Yes. But that's that's doing. beautiful. And it sounds like um, he knew himself well enough to make that decision, too, because I mean, that's and as you said earlier, it's like if you as parents put the pressure on, it's not necessarily the, the right thing to do. And it has to kind of come from from inside so that's uh that's amazing it's, that's that's the point we offered him i mean yeah. for us it's more we offer our children opportunities and mm -hmm. if they say okay i'll grab it and i'll do it i try mm -hmm. it okay but i i'm not a person to say okay i want you to yeah. do it because it doesn't work it does i want you to learn the guitar my daughter said no i i want to play the piano i said well i don't have a piano and she said well, <laughs> I want to learn to play piano. And then we decided to buy a piano. <laughs> and then I decided to restart learning piano, playing piano. So, I mean, uh, yeah. No, I, I love it's, that it's, when, when that happens, when, when our children come up with something and they make us change our minds about things and yes. they give us input and they give us inspiration to try new things. I love it when that happens. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. yeah. And did your daughter uh, go to that school too, or did you, was she still in yeah. the German school system? So then, um, so being in the timeline, so my husband came to me, um, I think several months after my father died. So my mother died 20 years or 18 years ago. So my, my father died three years ago. And then my husband said, well, listen, I have an offer going abroad. I said, where do you want to go? Shanghai. I said, no, no, <laughs> not with me. Not with me. I'm really cross at you. Mm -hmm. really ask me this because I lost my dad why the hell should I do it just go away and like my husband okay I go back to my office telling my boss that um, you won't do it because my he said well my wife she yeah. never, absolutely no way to get her to China did you consider at some point that he goes and you stay in Germany with the kids or was that just not no, an option? No, ever? he always said, no, yeah. we do it together or we don't do it. Mm -hmm. And then time went by. 
so you i came over the loss of my mm -hmm. my father and then my son was in, in in scotland and the whole structure of 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 the family changed so and then he said listen i think it, mm -hmm. it was a year after and then he said listen i have a question but i i think i know your answer but i ask you now this question once more how about going to china I said, well, I think you asked me this question a year ago. Yes, I know, but I, I got this offer once, once more. This is not normal that people really ask you mm -hmm. twice for that kind of job. And in this moment, I said, well, listen, honey, why not? And this is the, and he was said, well, are you sure? Mm -hmm. I said, yes, I'm sure. Why not? going abroad once mm -hmm. more there, for me there is no one anymore to care mm -hmm. my husband's uh, parents are so very very well mm -hmm. so there's no need to stay in germany to take care of mm -hmm. them and i said listen why not i mean we are so young and why not trying to do it mm -hmm. um so then from this to the other from one moment to the next we said let's let's do it and uh, wow that's a massive decision especially with yes well i pick up my yeah. i i took my phone i have three elder sisters mm -hmm. and uh the elder one the oldest she said wow oh great <laughs> what a, what a good decision yeah. i'll be there in china and i have two other sisters they said what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you lived already eight years abroad. Mm -hmm. Why are you leaving your comfort zone? Mm -hmm. Why are you leaving Germany? I said, listen, because we want to be abroad once more. We want mm -hmm. to have the experience once more. And uh, we want perhaps also change situation for our children. Mm -hmm. So we went to, to Shanghai um, having this... Um, look and see oh yeah i was just gonna ask had you been there before because yeah we've been there we've been there for a mm -hmm. week and uh the twins were more than happy to uh to to be in this thrilling mm -hmm. city i mean 26 million people yeah, living there. I, I can't even imagine uh, these skyscrapers <laughs> yeah. and uh this massive amount of restaurants and stores and nike stores <laughs> editor stores but these 1000 square meters shops so how, how and, old uh, were they the twins at that point they were 11 okay. and uh so and our daughter she said well yeah shanghai is a nice place to be and um we definitely decided to send them to a british school mm -hmm. and not the german school anymore mm -hmm. and uh i said well if you want, you can also go to the boarding school in, 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 in Scotland. Mm -hmm. um, it's your choice. It's your mm -hmm. decision. Um, I would definitely suffer when you are not with me anymore. But you I have could to, understand yeah. that, that you, have, you have the opportunity to also mm -hmm. live in this kind of boarding school system. And for her, it was, a, uh, yeah. it, it was not easy for her to decide. But in the end, she decided being in Scotland, mm -hmm. and it was the best thing for her. The German school really didn't understand that she really needs more mm -hmm. food for her brain, and she lost interest. 
And this has changed in that boarding school yeah. a lot. And now she is brilliant. I mean, it's like this. Yeah. Oh, that's and beautiful. Because as I think as a parent, it's, it's, um, it's the, the most horrible thing is when they're not recognized and you kind of, you see the potential. It's soul crushing sometimes to, to see or to, yes. to be in that position where you can't do anything about the situation. But on the other hand, have, have someone recognize that and bring them out of, you know get them out of their shell I and mean, that's wonderful yeah so that must be absolutely yeah 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 so i guess that in in many ways you obviously you you miss that terribly but um knowing that she's in the right place makes i think makes it absolutely. so worthwhile and in the end it's it's always the question what do you want as a mother and what do you want your children i mean i can't i, I could be very selfish to say yeah. like, I want you to be close to my to to mom, but my husband said, "Listen, if if he comes back or if she comes back, and and they don't really want to, um, I think they will not be happy." And yeah, this is the point where you have to mm -hmm. let your children go. Yeah, but it sounds like um, it was very much a family decision to have it's actually everyone contributing to that and I think that's beautiful and that's one of those things that it, it's not always possible to do that but when it is possible that's amazing yeah you are right it always I mean we have we have a good situation that we we can offer them our children this I feel just listening to you and because you've you had all those experiences and living in, in other countries that it, that also changed your outlook and you weren't because you weren't looking at the German school system as the one and only. So you had seen other ways of, of living and just more more possibilities, I guess. Uh, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about China or Shanghai, even if you're not there right now but you're supposed to be. Um, so you left Germany for Shanghai last summer with your family. I yes. uh, read all about the beginnings on your blog, but that was a year ago. And now you're now actually in Germany yes. in your, in a, a place that's, that's it is your own as holiday home. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you've, you went there and initially thought it was just going to be a couple of weeks to ride out the coronavirus in china and then go back and now it's been a few months so tell me what what happened corona popped up in midst of january mm -hmm. and uh i i remember the the day we received the email from school um the the kids have to wear their masks uh, because mm -hmm. there is a kind of virus coming mm -hmm. coming around and uh, i already bought masks because the Pollution in Shanghai was very ter was mm -hmm. terrible, mm -hmm. and then end of January there had been this um, Chinese New Year, mm -hmm. two weeks holidays, and we decided to stay a week in, in in Thailand. So we went there, and it the the the, the coronavirus already covered China. Yeah. And we decided, okay, there's no need to go back to China, to, to Shanghai, because school is, um, is, uh, will not be open um, mm -hmm. after two weeks holidays, but after three weeks. And we decided, okay, let's go back to Germany for two weeks and uh, see it from the safe place, Germany, what mm -hmm. will happen in China. Still, it was not the, the, the 
pandemic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just a, a, a China thing. And um, school was suspended and mm -hmm. school was uh, suspended with no um, mm -hmm. date of reopening. And uh, yeah, we decided to stay here. My husband went back to China. And uh, yeah, I decided to send the twins also to Scotland. And uh, yeah, so they were safe in Scotland. I was in Germany on my own. No one was with me. Wow. I felt a little bit lost. Uh, lucky I have my old dog with me. And um, still now it's end of May. We are still in Germany. Um, school in Scotland is closed. Of course. Well, uh, they closed and the they road. closed in March. So, so all four children yes. came back to you, to Germany? All four, all four children are now with us. Uh, my husband um, decided to see us for some days around Easter break. And uh, he booked a flight for 10 days. But then there was the China closing of, uh, the, of the borders. And um, yeah, so my husband now is here in the ninth <laughs> week. Um, it's not that, well, he has a very um, important job to do in China. And he's doing it from, from the Hunsrück area. So you, it's six, six of you in a holiday home, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i yeah. guess i guess it could be worse but it's uh, it could be it's... worse but we, we we came from from yeah. thailand just with a suitcase of summer clothes oh I my mean, goodness of course yeah no keys for the house no keys for the car no keys garage no driver's license no bank card nothing oh my goodness. nothing that's that's very exciting. <laughs> not, old, oh my god! Old clothes yeah. here in my wardrobe, yeah. and uh, I said, "Well, oh, okay. I mean, it still fits. I mean, it's yeah. it's not uh, the high fashion, yeah. but is there any it need to have high fashion? No. Who cares? At at the moment, who cares anyway? I mean, no one who cares. No one needs to buy new things right now. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like completely the opposite to what you were expecting a year ago when you first left for China and you probably did not think oh, you'd ever the next bit in my country mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah so so being an expert in your own country I mean I don't have my home here I mean well it, it's my a kind of home but it's yeah. not my my day-to-day -day things which I love to have around me um but there is no way of, of changing the situation um we don't really know a lot of uncertainty that that uh yeah i mean we all have to deal with at the moment you can't yes, really plan. You, you can't really plan yeah, totally. and we don't really know um if the the schools in scotland will be open in oh. september no one knows no nobody knows anything right now i'll keep my fingers crossed so louisa we're coming to the end of our conversation I always like to end my episodes with a little personal contribution, maybe a recipe or tradition that you have when you miss another country. Um, in your case, you have a few to choose from. Is there anything you do when you miss one of them? Anything that helps you connect with that country in a special way? Um, well, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a lot of... Um, taste related or <laughs> smell related mm -hmm. um if i really miss uh, mexico which i really miss still miss when mm -hmm. we are in, in in china 
uh, I said, let's let's go to Pistolera. And this is a very, very good Mexican restaurant. And I get my Corona, I got my tequila, and I got my, my corn tortillas, and yeah. I'm happy. And uh, a, a kind of remembrance. Yeah. Or I say, okay, today I... Italy. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I take my Italian bag, my 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 bag which my husband bought me when we left mm-hmm. Italy, and I was I was crying and I couldn't stop crying. And he bought me this beautiful leather handbag made by Prada. I was yeah. so proud having something made by Prada. <laughs> wow. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's yes, it's a material thing, but if. Yeah. If you if you don't really feel good, you try to 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 get yourself in a, a more cozy yeah. surrounding. I love the the sensory approach because it's so evocative, isn't it? Yes. When you smell something or you see a color that it just reminds you and takes you back. I, yeah, I really like that. Thank you so much for for talking to me. That was so much fun and so interesting, Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, it's it's nice, and especially at the moment where we, we can't travel. Sometimes it's nice to travel vicariously, <laughs> you know, through someone yeah. else, <laughs> and take a take a trip somewhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for asking me with your uh, interview. I really like it, and uh, I absolutely I will follow you. And uh, I'm I'm willing to hear about other women or other trailing husbands um <laughs> where they are what they yeah. do guess i'll have to find some trading husbands i know they're out there bye louisa so that's it from me for today that was a really interesting conversation for me it's always good to hear experiences that are very different to my own that's why i'm doing this that's i don't think i'll ever get bored hearing people's stories And Louisa actually said the same thing. We had a brief chat after our recording and she said how much she loves listening to other people's experiences, um, but also how much she's trying to be an active global woman, a true Weltfrau, offering her support and advice for people who ask for it and need it. So if you find that you would like to get in touch with her, discuss living in Shanghai or what it's like to repatriate to Germany or if you're thinking of sending your children to boarding school get in touch with her she's happy to share her experience and knowledge we ran out of time and didn't actually manage to talk about her website in detail but I've linked everything in the show notes including her Instagram shanghai.calling so yeah you can get in touch with her through that And Louisa, if you're listening to this, I hope you and your family can make some proper plans again soon. And in the meantime, enjoy being in Germany. I have to say, I'm kind of jealous of that little retreat of yours. I'd much rather not be where I am right now. But I know I'm not the only one. And I also know it's much worse in other places. And I'm going to stop now. Take care, stay well wear a mask and see you next time.